to be dopium here or duidium or something because it's like how do you make a game that has so much pay to win that somebody could price themselves out of the matchmaking market. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I just, like, seriously, what that the guy, actual hell? Uh, that guy paid. That guy paid to win so hard that he couldn't even win anymore. Like you know, like he paid to win to, like the the shit out of that game. Like, oh my god, dude, that's so good. He deserves an achievement. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development and gaming culture. I am your host, Simorg. I'm joined today by our returning party members. Let's welcome back the Nathan Napalm. Glad to be here. Good to have you back, man. And also welcome back your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. What up, everybody? Indeed, the stuff of legends or a legendary cast, but really glad to have everybody here. Welcome in, friends. Before we get started, got to give a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, over on YouTube and Patreon. Thank you so much for keeping this party's bags packed, provision stock for all of our adventures here on the show. Speaking of the show, if you want to do us a solid, please go over to at the LFM show over on Twitter. You'll see a pinned post at the top. You'll see the podcast places. There's one called iTunes specifically that could use a little love. You go over there. Give us a five star, leave a comment. I'll read it here live. You can also call in, leave a voice message at 1-539-664-6801. And well, we'll play it here live on the show as long as it's appropriate. Um, yeah, catching up with the cast. So yeah, I'm going to do my typical. You're going to start to hear this more frequently. I got a fantasy world in development, the master's core. If you're interested in it. I'm writing the books, the first of probably many books right now, leading into an open world RPG game, probably in the next two to three years. It'll hopefully be launched by then um, as the books are also being launched. So if you're interested in it, come into the community, join us here. You can go to uh, one of the posts in the announcements channel. You'll see uh, the master's core stuff and things. Join the discord. All the links are there. You can also do exclamation TMC and chat. If you're here live on Twitch to, uh, to get the details. Um, gentlemen, how the hell you been doing? It's been a couple weeks. Got a lot of stuff to chat about, I'm sure. Nathan, how about you? Yeah, man, I've been uh, playing a lot of Vanguard Saga of Heroes on the emulation server, um, helping it move along, uh, trying to get Daybreak to break loose that database so they can get that server to 100%, and um, just playing a lot of games, streaming a lot. That's what I've been doing. Nice. What about you, Daedalus? I mean, you're not a lot different. I mean, I've been like, you know, trying to play games here and there and just relaxing, recovering from a, a slight injury um, that I had uh, more to my ego than anything else. But <laughs> but I've been doing OK there and um, and been enjoying some of the stuff you've been putting out in, in terms of you done a couple of sponsored streams and I've enjoyed, you know, some HelloFresh meals and also a little Star Trek, which was bringing me back to my my star trek love last night so it was yes nice. yeah it, it really actually does I, I feel a little bit blessed so far because i've actually done i think that was the fourth one now and uh yeah it's actually they, they've all been a pretty good time none of them are like trying to ask me to say something that's a lie or you know they're like you can give constructive criticism just don't be like bashing on any of it and 
um, yeah, so everybody who's participated, thanks for supporting the content here. It really helps and really do appreciate it. It makes it to where I can essentially do a lot more of this more frequently. And I'm definitely starting to go, I think, a little bit more that direction. So shout out to Alfina, who's my editor, um, because she's been been rocking things along. We've been just nailing it, man. We got, I think, another Game Guide for Ash as a creation um, next, well, tomorrow. Um We've been doing, we've been doing, yeah, we got two YouTube channels that you'll see content around here. And the, the LFM podcast is over on the uh, Smorg channel now. We moved it over there a long time ago. And the other one's now just Ashes HQ exclusively. Um, but we've been growing pretty regular, like pretty consistently on both. So, yeah, whether or not, you know, no matter where you're kind of at, just shout out to all y'all for, for you know, for, for checking things out, supporting things. Um, really appreciate it. And, yeah, appreciate all the love. Thank you. But, um Man, gentlemen, we've we've got stuff to talk about. Um, I will say, you know that game Oath. Mm, I remember yeah. you talking about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna kind of lead in. This is like sort of like a shady thing, but that that game I am very confident piggybacked off of uh, what Chronicles Valyria did. Took that method, and I think just took it home. They they only they only pulled a 60k or so roughly. Uh, it was what did it funded at 60 something, I think 50 to 60 some thousand. And then uh, they were doing pledges off their website too, but I don't know how much was accrued there. That's never really been shared or discussed. But you know, Ocean Spark Studios, right? There was that big thing, cried at a video on it, if you remember, and basically <laughs> was like calling them out. And the devs for Ocean Spark, sort of like I've done multiple videos on this, but I haven't talked about this because I was planning a video. And interestingly enough, how coincidental this was. Like yesterday, I got this comment um, on one of those videos. It was like an older one, right? And I was like, okay. And it was actually one of the guys that was on that video was part of Ocean Spark, who was sort of like outing them, right? Because they weren't, they basically, the people at Oath didn't pay that that studio. That studio ended up having to close. Um, they kind of shut it down. It was unfortunate. Uh, but he like caught he caught like one of my videos or something. And I guess he was kind of like taking a look after, you know, so a certain period of time had gone by. And it was really interesting because I noticed in their Discord, by the way, if anyone's in there now, you can't get in there anymore. Like they cut it off at a certain point after that whole thing happened. And they were like, we're locking it all down. Well, the game's still in development. We're going to talk about it. And like, uh, we're going to let you all know in the future. That was two years ago. It was almost two plus. Was it into 2019? Uh, yeah, I think long? Yeah, it'll be three at the end of this year then. Right. So, right. Not a word since like January of 2020, I believe. And yeah, did it didn't they do a lot of shady stuff like they tried to sue a content creator um cry, cry. yep yeah for making that video and talking to them and there was um so there was uh some sort of like there was supposedly they were gonna sue ocean spark or something which i highly doubt happened well i'll get some more details real soon because homie came by dropped a comment on my video was like i'm down to chat with you if you want to know about it you want to talk about it so i think tomorrow i'm gonna be chatting with that guy and um, kind of hearing like what went down since basically that period up until now. And then the reason that I was, I was already looking to like potentially talk about this again, because I was I went, every like, you know, a couple months ago in the oath discord, I take a look homies, you know what they've done. The only channels you can see now are literally where they've posted about the game. So you cannot communicate in any channel anymore. 
and like talk between yourselves now. So like that's all gone and it's only the channels that are like where they posted something about the game. That's it. Do they have updates? Oh no, there's nothing since like uh, January, 2020. So yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting here going like, I don't know why they have not deleted it, but anyway, I'm going to probably be like putting something together soon around this because I was already going to talk about that. Um, and I thought it was worth mentioning. It's just kind of been something on the back burner for a while, but, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a little bit more information about that, but either way, I just plan to call that thing out and just, it's, it's a hell of a case study around, around that game. Right. Right. It's like one of many, like you saw Chronicles of Valyria, then you saw this one, then you see games like dream world. It's just, you know what I mean? They're following the breadcrumbs and, and from my perspective, yeah, it got sillier too. Don't you feel like they oh. kind of got sillier as they, you yes. know, like the ambitions got bigger until it became mm. absolutely ridiculous. Oh, nice! It looks like the the dev was uh, is watching us now too, so that's gonna be really fun tomorrow. To talk to him. Um, same homie, same. Uh, anyway, it's gonna be interesting because I feel like I feel like lately there's been so many games that I've I've tried to keep revolving information on like try to talk to people about camelot on chain is one chronicles of valeria is one dream world i'm just like I don't, I don't even think there's like anything to talk about at this point with that yeah. one um they they gotcha you if you either are willing to sort of accept that they gotcha or you, you don't for for whatever reason it was either one or two with that one right it was either they're so incompetent and hashtag dweedle feel free to use that it's when people do things that are absolutely the stupidest thing you could kind of like imagine in any capacity. I'll expand upon that terminology um, in the post show if you like, but yeah, but for the, yeah. for the sake of cringe funny, <laughs> it's when they do that, not on purpose. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> very, very, very well said. Really great. Um, so it's, 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 it's stupidity <laughs> wrapped up in ignorance <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Which is, it's we, paradoxical we because right. It's, there you go. There you go. It, isn't it? It's Th- paradoxical because ig- ignorance means right that you just don't know any better, and stupidity means you do, but you you make the dumbass decision anyway. And this is somewhere in between. It's like you can't tell which one came first, but they're both in there. Yeah, yeah. Weedle. But when you're but when you're stupid completely on purpose <laughs> for the benefit of others, that's yeah, that's a little different. When we talk yeah. about the potentially the next topic if we go there there's actually a new term i want to introduce oh so are you serious i'm excited I'm about thinking. this so anyway Wait, excited about do, that we'll chat about what's up nathan is there a contest going on today about if we collect all the numbers off that mastercard um i don't know i thought that was going to go somewhere else i, I get roasted I, we talked about this in the pre-show <laughs> no, get, i'm gonna take it i'm taking it easy on sim you the community's been hitting them hard. I'm taking it easy on them today. Thank I'm you, friend. I feel like. I'm not even are you really about though? Or are you gonna come back in? It's hard. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've got this like <laughs> abuse something syndrome going on. Like I don't know. Maybe because of day casting couch experience. No, or it's not what's a real going thing. On? No, no, it's not a real thing. It's not real. It's lies and slander. I tell you, there are false narratives leveled against me. I'm gonna reason. come clean, guys. Oh no! I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like none of that casting couch ever happened. Like I'm just gonna from now on we'll pretend like that that wasn't real. 
I don't know if those were good use the words to start with. Like, <laughs> <I'm gonna... laughs> yeah, okay. I don't I, know if you should use you words of it at Code Queen. I'm like, I need, I need to make a meme here's... about the couch with the MasterCard. We'll do that one time. Just to surprise him. There's like two ways you could go with that, right? It's like it's like I'm gonna come clean. And here's where you could get some shower juice so you can too. <laughs> Or there's right. a joke about cleaning the couch. Yes, so. you know, I've already I'm, oh, like God. one line should be couch, you know, five hundred dollars. No, no shower no. juice twenty dollars. No. You know, being a part of the uh the show today, priceless. I mean, there you go. I I mean I would love to see a beautiful meme that was something like that, you know. So I encourage you all to all right, uh, to dig deep. Cleanse, cleanse deeply, scrub hard, see what you can come up with. Cool. All right. Awesome. What? <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll be chatting about uh, Oath again soon. Chronicles, Illyria, man, that one's fun. Keeping up with the Caspians is what I'm starting to call it now. Um, how about this? Is this Immortal Justice? I saw this, and I, Daedalus, you shared this, right? Yeah. I, this just was it. It brought me joy when I saw this because it seems like the best kind of justice you can get in this situation, right? Which is in Diablo Immortal, a player spends $100,000 on the game and now they can't find anybody suitable to matchmake with. <laughs> now, what's what's interesting is there's a follow-up on that story that they put in a, a fix, Right. So what's that fix? They just unlock whatever was locked so he could raffle some people. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, because so, Blizzard, oh, Blizzard's man, like, hey, so you spent all that money. You know, you deserve to, uh, you know, you've uh, earned your right to uh, absolutely destroy everybody else who didn't spend as much money as you did. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, what else is pay to win for? Yeah, if you can't even win, then it's just pay to what? Then what? It's pay to pay dweedle? To I don't know whether it's going to be duidium or dopium, but I think there's like a new term that I want to introduce. So we have, oh. you know, copium. We have hopium. Yeah. Now, in the case of like Cheng, like my buddy Cheng here, yeah. he's got to be dopium here or duidium or something because it's like, how do you make a game that has so much pay to win that somebody could price themselves out of the matchmaking market? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I just, I, seriously, what that the guy, actual hell? That uh, guy paid. That guy paid to win so hard that he couldn't even win anymore. Like you know, like he paid to win to, like the the shit out of that game. Like, oh my god, dude, that's so good. He deserves an achievement. Yeah, just just putting aside oh. the hilarity of spending a hundred thousand dollars because that's I'm pretty sure that's the low end because there's some people that have spent way more than that that they haven't published. Like he might, he might have got good roles. Maybe he spent a hundred thousand, but he also got a little lucky. You know? Yeah, what I mean? exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I consider that lucky dropping a hundred k on something that becomes unplayable. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So, dopium. Duidium, dopium. I, I haven't. I haven't decided. Yeah, I, this is interesting. Get your dose of splenium. Get your game splain, get splain too. Get your dose of splenium. So we need to come up with either like a substance or a currency that also like, you know, synergizes with the terminology. You know, yeah, like an, an, like an NFT. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Tweedle coins or something. Did you get yeah. your derp coins? Dwe- I've got it. Yeah. Tweedle ducats. We'll call them Tweedle oh, ducats. Oh man. <laughs> Gonna cost you twenty dweedle ducats to play here today. <laughs> but that is just like the that is like the most righteous lights justice though to be someone who pays that kind of money and then you're like uh, I'm so powerful I can't even play with anybody now. And and I'll be honest with you, I mean I love like you know cosmetics and making my character look cool. Mm-hmm. I look at the screenshot of this guy's character. No offense intended to him, but it looks like you know Diablo done threw up on him. And then that's what his character looked like. Jeez, yeah, that guy does look. And if I had spent a hundred and k on that, and that was the result, that would be like the biggest like. Oh, it's that guy. That guy's. He's like one of the prime content creators, right? I, I even he he's popped up on my feed a few times. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's like pretty. He's like into it too. Like he's totally into like Uh, no there's no denial you know what i mean like he's just completely yeah completely pay to win like this is normal you know what i mean yeah that's the thing though right like this isn't gonna change right sim what (laughs) it's what we call an enabler right Sim? huh it's what we call an enabler. No, I don't. I don't. That was you, you just keep at it. I'm like you. After I said what and huh, I was like, how does it keep coming back with this? He should have left it alone. That's supposed to work. It didn't work. Damn didn't it. Work. Yeah. Enabler. Um, Nathan, you uh, did you catch any of that Ashes uh, creation update? Huh? Because I haven't I, seen it yet. No. What, homie? Oh. No. Nope. nope. Not up to date. Not what? Yet. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to cut come back to that one. See what you think, because that was uh it was tasty, man. Yeah, I think you're gonna think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna be pretty happy with uh some of the stuff and things. The main one was we got to see some of the actual Tolmar now. Like that's the one of the big ones. Plus there was a tech tool that they've been developing, which was really fantastic to see. It was called was it Landform, right? Landform, yeah. yeah. I kept wanting to say landmark, but I was like, that's wrong. It's landform, your tool. Yeah. So we got to actually see the Tolnar, right? I'm still pretty, I mean, I'm still, I have a balanced approach to this, so I still think we're like, you know, and we'll talk about this more on Sunday. Ashes Path Thunder podcast, Sunday, 5 p.m. CDT, right here on twitch.tv forward slash the more. You like that? That was great. Okay. It took me only a couple seconds to to share that too. <laughs> I was pretty impressive. I'm pretty impressed myself. But you know, um, yeah, man, it was it was good to see the Tolnar because we actually hadn't gotten to see a lot of that. And uh, I still think though that we're not going to be seeing ashes until like mm, second quarter 2023 to middle in the summer for Alpha Two, probably. Like, well, Lazy Peon put out a video um, recently, right? And he usually puts one out every like six months or so for ashes basically this he did a comprehensive one another super comprehensive one outlining it all giving you all the details thoroughly doing it i mean it's his job he did his job well right um and he uh yeah he he basically laid it down but he did a really good job of doing something there i thought was really important right we hit on this all the time when we talk about like look there there's a balance between a game that takes a long time because it's a game that's going to take a long time and the game that takes a long time and it's not really going anywhere. So you can't really use that excuse. Yeah. You can tell the difference if you mm-hmm. follow the development, right? Absolutely. So is there 
progress? Is there substance? Because you got to figure if the game is detailed enough and uh, has enough content in it, it's going to take longer to develop, right? Um, Absolutely. Like, you know, a game like Ashes, uh, Pantheon Rise of Fallen, like they're showing... Yes. They're, they're giving us updates on a monthly basis, sometimes faster than that even. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't really complain when you can see the progress in your face, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, and there, aren't, there aren't a lot of games that I really feel like are able to do that. I mean... Yeah, because um, they're not actually making <clears throat> progress. No. And that's why they can't do it. You know, the thing about Camelot Unchained, right, is that they they said... And I've been doing this. I've been doing this for accountability. It was a case study, right? <clears throat> they said... Gameplay this summer. It's August, homies. We're about to hit fall. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, hang on. When is the real last day of summer? <laughs> like we're going to go in. <laughs> we're going to get the date. <laughs> the date September. That... September twenty second. Thank you, buddy. September twenty so second. They got a little time. They got a little time. How much? I'll creep up quick. You got to showcase something. Otherwise, September. What? What day is September twenty second? Let's see. Really? It's in September? That's Monday. Late. No, it's freaking. We're in August. Only so the 22nd. It's a Thursday. Thursday. Interesting. We'll have to make sure that's the day we do this show, won't we? One, two, three, four, five. They got five weeks left. Why are you, baby. Why are you smiling, Dayless? What's going on there? Because I don't know. I'm just starting to think about like maybe a game playing opportunity of like, this is what we meant by gameplay. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? <laughs> So Dude, there's not really been any gameplay. No. So yeah, so the bar is pretty low, is what I'm saying. Yeah. 2000, 2012. I've seen gameplay, but I wasn't supposed to see it. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. I even released a video with it on there and almost got in trouble because I didn't know. I was like, you, "There's no gameplay for this game." I I thought, you know, because I took gameplay and put it on uh, that I thought was okay, but it wasn't. Really. Yeah, I have a video for Came on Chain with gameplay in it, but then uh. I got fussed at it. Like they came after me, but they were like, "Ah, just leave it. It's getting good. It's getting good press." You go. <clears throat> yeah, but man. it was like crappy gameplay. It's probably the one you're thinking of, where it's like God mode. And he was hovering above. Showing oh no! Oh no! No no! Uh, My the only gameplay I've seen is actually somebody who is in testing, and they they literally. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they sent it to me and it was a barren wasteland. And I was like, oh, my God, there's literally nobody for 30 minutes. He's running around and the dude's like running around and he's like typing and the chat bubbles coming up and I'm reading the chat bubble. It was actually quite an entertaining thing to watch. But I was like, dude, broke that NDA, man. It was like, here you go. Zero fucks given. You probably spent more time like in your research Camelot Unchained than anybody else has spent on the game at all, like including developers. (laughs) <laughs> i mean according to their their posts every every month they're hard at work in that game doing so much yeah, yeah um, i don't see it i don't see it yeah i don't either that's the thing too i did a i, was, I did a chat around pantheon recently kind of talking about like the whole you know the the money the money situation right i actually did it before i think i did it right before we talked last time and uh i even made a point on there too because like i i'd been getting some comments like i'm all about being you know i have i'm all about criticism i try to keep it constructive right but when someone comes in and they're like it's a scam i'm like dudes i even said on there i was like don't come here and say that like it's you know i mean not a scam obviously not it's a product like i know it's i get it though if you're not a pre-alpha tester you know i could see how you might think it's a scam because you're not getting a c 
I'm going to see it, but like, you really think that all these mm. pre-alpha testers are lying through their teeth and they're not seeing progress and they're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, sh- they do show things too. I mean, the, yeah. there is a, I mean, all you need to do is attend yeah. one of the live streams like this year. Or you'll yeah. be like, Oh yeah, there's one tonight. So there you go. Right so after that. the show. There you go. You get, I mean, you go in there every like few months. If you just look at their live streams and you see what they show, there's, there's like very clear progress. They'll you know. show like the zone a few months ago where it's at now. Yeah. It looks great now. It kind of looked a little rough a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man, they're working so, on it. It's getting done. I think, I think that's the thing though. Right. Because so many games have been, so many people have been burned at yeah, this point. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just understandable that they get, they get especially in the MMO genre. Like we've been burned yeah, in all the others. Yeah. I agree with that, man. So I saw an article though, related to, um esports getting like a more of a shout out on like traditional sports networks and stuff and i was like oh there it is because i had this perspective like some time back i mean it was like back before live streaming really popped off because like back you know i've been on twitch for 10 years right so like there was a period there where it was like you know back then it was like it wasn't that big of a thing like you know it was it was not a big thing like you it was very early very new i mean live streaming wasn't but like a platform like twitch was very new and it was not common commonplace people weren't you didn't have kids watching twitch streamers and fortnite and all this like big hype in the industry like i had the prediction i was like you know it's just a matter i was like give it 10 years or so and this is this is going to be like getting bigger and bigger to where you know like esports could potentially be up there is like as big of a showcaseable sport, you know, that you see in like traditional media. And I feel like we're definitely getting to that point where we're bridging that, that domain now. And it's pretty interesting. It's actually really cool to see. I think it's actually a really pretty awesome thing, but I don't know what you all think about that. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's going to continue to spread, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. that's, this is the natural and the evolution of, um, of, uh, virtual re- virtual worlds and things like it becomes a sport Dr- we already got drones it becomes a means of war it becomes a way of life people begin working as actual virtual soldiers controlling drones you, like a virtual reality concept yeah it's happening and right now yeah. Just, yeah it's already started so mm-hmm. like i think we're just kind of rolling into that where like some of these esports stars get hired by the military. Dude. Like I'm not even. It sounds stupid, but I'm actually being serious. It's, and no, like, it's not at all. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they end up, they end up like uh, you know, um, making a career out of it in all kinds of different ways. You know, um, yeah. I think that's, I think that's the way it's going to be. I think that we're going to move into a society where manual labor becomes mostly, um, predominantly done by droids controlled by people in the ac of their own <laughs> well you did let's see any thoughts yeah i mean i honestly you know i remember like years ago and we were talking about next generation last night right it just made me yeah. think about like all those things it's like that technology is oh, continuing yes. to evolve over time i mean if you just look at unreal over the years and like how it's gotten to a point where you like you're nearly at photorealism for like i i know like for scenes it's it's pretty there 
but for like actual like human like constructs and i i totally agree with nathan i mean that's that's going to be a new thing i mean we're we're definitely heading down the path of the matrix i think um i don't know if it'll be in my lifetime or not but it's definitely uh something that i think technology is going to continue to play a bigger and bigger part of our lives and this is just like one example of that kind of coming in is now we're seeing whereas gaming like relatively early on was more fringe and now it's a lot more mainstream and i think honestly as crappy as this whole COVID situation has been like for the world it's it's honestly put that into high gear yeah. that like that's the way people are really socializing now right it's become more mainstream and i just see that as just a natural progression now that gosh pushed forward because of the pandemic but has always been out there is there's always people wanting to perfect this technology and get to a point where you're like legit walking around in a manufactured world and it's 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 all brought to bear by technology yeah and i'll tell you something related uh i don't know if you guys mm -hmm. have looked into this but uh you can subscribe now to a thing on discord called mid journey bot you guys looked into that wait i saw Pretty that cool. there had bots they added but i didn't look at it yet is that what that is yeah it came out of beta and it's basically where Ooh. you can you can say imagine and type a descriptor right and it'll make a, a a piece of art based on the description you gave it so for example my last oh, that, yeah. six thumbnails have been from mid-journey bot where i'll type in like world of warcraft paladin it'll make it paladin what? Then I'll say, well, put a force in the background. It'll put a force in the background. I can tell it to look like the Unreal Engine. I can tell it to look like, you know, whatever. And so I've been using it for oh. thumbnails. Um, and I can type in Lord of the Rings. I can type whatever I want. And, you know, it's AI. It's not perfect. Sometimes it does lean towards being very creepy also. Um, <laughs> it really does. And I think it's because the Internet's so full of dark yeah. things. Uh, yep. But, um, yeah, it's that's another example of, like, these technologies are eventually going to all come together, right? Where artificial intelligence can create content uh, tailored for the people that it's for. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get to that point. <laughs> and by the time we do, that's probably about the time Elder Scrolls 6 will come out. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, oh, man. Tailored, <laughs> tailored quests. Jeez. You know, I think I think Frozen in in uh, in the community here was posting some images from a community he's in that 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 they were using that bot maybe and maybe that's what he was talking about probably um but I, I wanted to say i wanted to hit on two things each of one one thing each of you said so nathan when you brought up like getting hired i actually watched this news uh it was a news interview over in the ukraine right and the news reporter was talking to a, basically the drone pilot and the drone pilot was i kid you not was totally nerding out talking about how much fun it was to go give the intel to the ukraine army and mark things that they've been bombing so a lot of these like really precise strikes that you've been seeing the ukraine have on the russian forces has actually been because these kids who are gamers are going and marking it with the drones so that they can strike it and the funny part is i was watching this kid i was like this kid's totally a gamer because he was like laughing and talking about it like like this like some guy who plays COD would do. And I was just sitting here and you were watching this reporter. 
And the reporter was like, I don't know what these acronyms are. You speak up. You can just see it in her face. And I'm sitting over here just laughing because I'm like, she has no idea what he's talking about. But I'm tracking him. I hear what he's talking about. I was like, it was like this nerdy gamer who probably played. He even I think he even said he played Call of Duty or something and got and got asked to help. And they've been basically doing what they did in Call of Duty, but for the military and marking. And then he was like really excited because like, oh, we took him out and all this stuff. And I'm like, so what you said is literally here, right? The only difference is I don't know that they're actually getting paid, but it's just a matter of time at this point. So it's pretty funny. Also, I mean, technically, if you're in the military, right, like the Air Force or something here in the U.S., you're probably, if you're in the right branch, uh, or not branch, but the right MOS, you probably are getting paid to do something like that. So um, anyway, and Nate and, and Daedalus, when you were talking about Star Trek, the next generation, right? Mm-hmm. That's so true because I'm going to share this with you guys. I saw this right before we started. It's called, it's a sci-fi desk. And you're, it's true. We look at like iPads and tablets now. Like, oh, uh, that was literally on the Enterprise back in the day. They'd walk around with those those tablets and they literally like pass them off as they were doing their work around the ship. Right. Mm-hmm. And you had like laptops, right? And remember Picard used to have that like sort of like a laptop sort of thing. Oh, yeah. On his desk. Yeah. Yes. His little thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, this thing is called. This is this was an article over on like PC Gamer I saw this today. This is almost the sci-fi. Let me share it in chat. The sci-fi gaming desk of my dreams, yet I am not worthy, is what they said. And I was laughing about it. Yo, it's literally a desk that has. Yeah, it's like you think it's literally got an OLED screen built into it, and you've got these different panels down in front of you, and that you can like track different things on. It's it's nuts. I'm I'm like literally looking at this. It's it's nuts. It's literally an OLED panel, and it's called Damn. the Lumina Desk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've got things on there. They've got apps that you can basically use on there. So it's like, you know, like things like Calendar System, Instagram, Zoom, Slack, Robinhood, Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Isn't I like it? that. How, how much does this bad boy run? Um, It says here, final release of the uh, 1500 15. motorized. Which, if if you think about that, though, an that's uplift. actually not as bad as I thought. It's not. Right, an uplift desk costs you more than that. I like went budget and made my own uplift version of a desk right here that I've got that's fantastic. And that was I made uh, it. now. What mm-hmm. I wonder is, is does the uh, it probably says in here? I'm trying to find it. Does it um, does the the screen the OLED right? Is mm-hmm. it just got a hook up from your computer and it's just a screen? It's like another screen for your computer, or is it its own? Like it's runs on an Integra chip or something. It's its own <sighs> app thing. Uh, its own. You know, I need to go look itself. at the actual site probably for it because the article doesn't give you too much too many details. But there's oh wait oh hold on a second here. Any super handy bright OLED panel telling me what my work schedule is looking like that day? Feeding me. See, I don't know what the actual stats are for this in terms of like you know I know it's got USB C type or Type C. It right. sounds like it's its own thing. Oh, it has a GPU. There you go. That answers it. Oh if it my. has its own GPU, then that means it does, you know, some. it's probably a mobile chip of some sort, like Integra or something. But yeah. that means that, like, it's its own thing. So, like, you, you know. The device. It's not like a, it's not like a second screen. No. You're running PC. It's its own self. Wow. That's crazy. 
freaking motorized OLED desk with its own freaking GPU ports and charging. Oh my gosh. You imagine people do stocks? I could see somebody who does stocks with that, man. Seriously, that's crazy. I mean, I want one of those, like, never going to afford it, but I want one of those hollow desks that you see <laughs> like people like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time, man. I would be shocked if in our lifetime we didn't see something like that, honestly. Oh, oh yeah. Microsoft was trying really hard with the, with the glasses. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That's kind of rip, isn't it? Yeah, it must it be because they just quit talking about it. So I assume it is. I mean, that's a really good uh, segue into talking about some stuff related to Xbox, Microsoft. But actually, before we talk about that, I had to share this. I saw that Resident Evil Zero to Seven. Hmm, okay. There's a humble bundle for thirty dollars for all of it. Wow! If you're a Resident Evil fan, man, I'm just saying I'm somebody who loves Resident Evil. Not the Netflix the show. Like, like, like Resident Evil Two: The Remake, Resident Evil Three: The Remake. Is that what's included? I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually read it for y'all. Zero five oh, gold it's... edition six seven. Oh, hold on, I've been back. Yeah, it does. It does featuring oh the Resident Evil remake. Yeah, sure does. Dang yo, good deal. That is Those a hell of a deal. Like that's that's a lot of gameplay right there. That is a, a lot of gameplay. I'm like sitting here contemplating it a little bit, honestly. My son just 100% achievements for his Xbox, and he's doing it on Steam right now for 7 and 8. He's already done 7, he's finishing up 8. He's what? already done on his Xbox, he's about to 100% on PC. He freaking loves Resident Evil, it's his favorite thing in the wow. world. Wow. Resident Evil's really fun. I mean, it I is good. I didn't make it as far as he's gotten. But Me either. But Resident Evil 4 was like, I loved it. With Leon, that one was so good. I think that remake's gonna be pretty oh, good, dude. Oh, they've man. done really good so far with the remakes. Like, you imagine how good that's gonna look? <sighs> I'm not gonna be able to say no to that one. It's gonna be a good one, man. Yeah, that's up there for me. But um, there you go. I linked it in chat, right? I did, didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I? Yeah, there it is, right there. If you want to go check it out, y'all. Um, let's talk about the Xbox stuff because I saw this and I was like, this is an interest. This will be an interesting conversation. So there's two. I think Daedalus shared, you shared the first one, right? And that one's basically that the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate upgrade will make your gaming PC redundant. That's kind of trippy, man. So they're actually, this is the cloud gaming bit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically, that the Xbox Game Pass members might soon be able to stream games that aren't included in the subscription services. Microsoft expands the functionality of Xbox Cloud Gaming. They're doubling down hard on this one. They yeah. are now. I'm realizing it. Oof. Bundled yeah. with the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions. Yeah. And you know what's <sighs> funny to me about this is like, Xbox is moving in a direction of like making it easier for people to play games, you know, regardless of like you have a fancy computer. Do you, do you even have an Xbox? Do you have, you know, like they're yeah. trying to make it to where like, and I don't know if we're there yet to really do it in high quality. I think we are there to do it, but maybe not in high quality uh, massively. I think some people can, but the majority of people I don't think have a good enough connection to do stream gaming that feels good you know what i mean where there's mm -hmm. not that tiny bit of extra delay 
Uh, but what's funny about it is they're moving that direction. Meanwhile, NVIDIA, they're trying to get out of $40 billion worth oh, of chips I, they bought. I know. Those dirty pieces of crap were totally like, <laughs> oh, our 40 series, we're about to sell to all these uh you know, these farmers, these Bitcoin farmers, et cetera. Yeah. And that, that whole market crashed. And yeah. now they're like, they're trying to back out of that deal. Yeah. Uh, you dirty pieces of crap. It would take you <laughs> like, what, a year or something crazy off one of those. Basically, getting a new four, four, you know, the 4K series cards is not going to be worthwhile when it comes to farming crypto at this point because... And so now, yeah, I saw that they're stuck with all those old chips. And now they're like, well, usually we get the we get like the 4K series like at the end of the year. Are they going to delay it? Because they got these old chips. Now you see the price of like all these like 3080, 3090s, 3070s, 60s. All of these cards are just dropping. I think you can get a 3080 right now, maybe a 3090 on Amazon for less than like 1000 Crazy, man, when you think about it. Oh, is somebody does that hurt a little bit? I think all of us here probably that, feel that hurts. That that hurts. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna look at another card for a while anyway. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I know Nathan got a pre-built right. I bought a pre-built, then completely swapped parts I mean, I out. Put it, well, I, I say I, but I I did buy parts and had it put together, as opposed to buying something pre-built. But still, mm -hmm. it's done. For that that piece alone was like, gotta do it. <laughs> but now I'm sad yeah. for a while. But that's how the market goes, honestly. Like you, mm -hmm. you can't, you know, spend that kind of money and not think it's gonna, you know, depreciate over time. Yeah, it's like buying a car. To be honest, though, when I look at it from cost benefit analysis, though, like having my current card has saved me so much time on rendering. Same. Like me it's too, yeah. Which, like, it's still too much for some people, like I see in chat, which I can understand that. But, like, I think it depends. Like, someone like, like, maybe, like, Nathan, myself, maybe even Daedalus, like, if you do any kind of content creation, you got to render. Like, man. It, it saves you a ton of time, It, it right? really does. It saves yeah. so much more time. And you're just like, I get done with this podcast. We get done I, through the edit. Dude, I've got this thing exported in, like, depending on how long the episode is, like, what, 15 minutes or something? You know? Yeah, and that's less. like how long we go. I mean, I remember I had, yeah. before I bought what I have now, I remember like video rendering taking like half a day, and that was for like a 10, mm. 15 minute video. I'm telling and you, I had man. a 1080 Ti, I think, on, on that machine. Yeah, so I mean, when I do get back into that, like, you know, more regular, I'm definitely glad that I invested in the other, uh, the higher tier card, but yeah, it would have been painful. If it was anything more than 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take the day off now. Yeah. You know, most of the time and, I can just step away and let it go, but you're still going like, how long I got to wait to do this? Like, yeah. And there's, there's also that situation too, when you're making content um, and trying to stay fresh on like the new things happening, you end up in a oh, lot of yeah. unoptimized games. That's why now I realized I had to upgrade because I played an unoptimized game and recorded it and streamed it at the same time and it just was too much yeah um, it was too much like my my recording ended up all kind of weird looking because uh, my, my gpu couldn't handle all that because it was unoptimized like those kind of things 
when you're doing too many things all at once, it just it takes a toll on your system. So I had to upgrade. I absolutely had to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, depending on like how much, you know, because it's like time at the end of the day, like, you know, it's very valuable, you know, because you could be doing a lot of other things too. In a product in a productivity perspective, like if I'm doing and doing that, you know, or I'm I'm editing or something like that, and I've got multiple things at it, like these Forsaken Ashes of Creation Alpha One videos that I've been doing lately. All the people, I was saying this earlier. I've been doing this for the Ashes fam, man. I've been doing this. I said I'd do it. People wanted to see it. I got to tell y'all, I'm going to be so happy when it's over. I'm so sick of these things. <laughs> Chaining these parts over and over and over. And like, oh, the encoding at the end for these for some reason. I'm just like, oh, I'm so, you know what I mean? But how much more painful that would be if I did not have this card right now? Yeah. Oh, my. I can't even imagine. I'd rage quit 100% on the spot. <laughs> I tell you, I quit. I quit. I'm not doing this. I'm going to not going to do it. Would not been able to decided I was going to I was gonna make a video that actually went through every MMO that ever came out ever. Um Ooh. and yeah, that was one I was like, you know what? No. I'm <laughs> You're like, I'm not <laughs> Right. That, that's a lot of pain, my friend. Mm -hmm. The other the other newsworthy thing specifically to uh Xbox was that Xbox alleges Sony paying developers to avoid the game pass. Oh, that's funny. Isn't it, though? It was just a matter yeah. of time before this started happening, though, I feel like. Of course they're going to get Game Pass. They're gamers. They work. Yes. You know, like, come on. Be fair. A little... right? it's, it's like that thing where they're like, oh, I'm not allowed to drink Coke ever, even on my off time because I work for Pepsi. Like, right. Really, really... <laughs> if it's good, it's good. And you're going to do it because that's, you know, it's still part of your... Here's what I would do. If I was a hardcore, I worked for Sony and I was a PlayStation guy and yeah. I love I love the company I work for. I, I would tell myself that I got Game Pass for research and development, right? Like, hey, I need to know what the enemy's up to. I need to see how much <laughs> what they got going on. So I, I got Game Pass, but it's for research and development, right? Dear Lord, GamerRat.com. Y'all making me feel real good about the ads I'm about to put on my website looking at your site, homies. Jesus. It's a lot of ads. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I get having a couple, two or three on a page, but, like, man, when they follow you around, they're stalking you in your face like that. That's not comfortable. Makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Just gonna Agreed. Um, okay, I'm actually looking forward to getting these other topics, so I'm going to try to, like, make this... Uh... Oh, this one, dude. I saw this. Oh, Amazon's double. Oh, Amazon's doubling down hard on this. Amazon's price matching Best Buy's 10 games, 10 days, $10 promotion. Oh, they're trying to kill Best Buy, aren't they? Yeah. So Amazon. Yeah. So there's Amazon. Best Buy's got this 10 games, 10 days, $10 promotion. Right. So. It, it reduces the cost of popular modern games for one day across 10 days. These limits may be less opposing than going to a Best Buy for Amazon users. So basically, they're trying to go, yeah, well, we can get it here the same way. We'll do the same thing that they're doing. Damn, dude. I mean, it's just a matter of time if we have Amazon stores around the... Do you right? think that or you think that we're just not going to have physical I, stores anymore? I, I could see it, and here's how I could see it, right? I've thought about this before. Because in theory, 
you know, it, it would just kill the physical stores and make them obsolete. But if Amazon has stores and in the back, they've got their stocking place to actually stock for their local communities as well. You just got a big, you've got a big warehouse and then you got their storefront that people can visit. That's how yeah. I see it. Working. All they need to do is like, you know, pretty up their warehouses and they good. That's Dude. like Costco. I mean, there Costco you go. is like low rent. That's right? it. Yeah, there that's you go. what they should do. They should do the Costco brand. That's really genius. That's, where yeah. Then, yes. they can, then, then all they can do is like you got inventory there. And then if somebody orders something, you just ship take it, it off the shelf. They're already call driving it. it to your to your house if they can anyway, right? Yeah. yeah call it mean, the Amazon warehouse. Yeah. And, and it looks like a warehouse. <laughs> and because it is the Amazon warehouse, right? Yeah. <sighs> Man, someone's. I'm and just then, waiting for someone could, to chat. They could probably end up saving a lot of money there too, right? Like somebody's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna return this product," and they could just instead of shipping it all over the place, they could ship it just to the local Amazon, put it on their shelves, um, wait for somebody else to buy it, either ship it out in the store or somebody orders it locally and it ships straight from that store. We get there quicker, you know? Yeah. I mean, Bezos, I better get my cut out of that shit. That's all I'm saying right now. That, I just uh, you heard it here, man. Dude, I would like that if it was like you're on Amazon, you're trying to buy something. It's like, hey, this is av available in this local area if you just want to go pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, heck yeah, I'm going to go get it right now. You know, I mean, yeah, imagine pre-ordering cool. physical copies. It'd be like GameStop, except now you don't need a GameStop either. Oh, shit. Just go in and pick up your thing that you already bought. And I feel a little this isn't dark overlord stuff. OK, we're all we're all nodding our heads together here. I didn't convince anybody to be a part of this conversation. Daedalus on the right off the article, like man. Uh, oh no, I saw another thing what too. What happened to the blue? Huh? Did the red overtake it? I'm just wondering what happened. I like warm colors, but everything is red again. It's like, getting a little scary over there. Dude. No, Nathan, stop. The corruption to be like, is overtaken, man. The corruption. It's not corruption. It's not. The only blue we got now is the Mastercard, dude. That's some dark. That's a dark <laughs> kind of feeling. <laughs> which is which is says the if you can't read it behind Daedalus, spend one hundred thousand on Diablo Immortal, can't find a suitable what's that word there? Can't see match, it match. match dot 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 priceless. <laughs> Dude, you know, I saw actually this is an interesting sort of like segue into talk about. So someone left a comment on I did a ring, I do like one rings of power video a week and just kind of talk about what I see because it's kind of fun, right? At this point, you know, and I and I get like pretty good conversations on there. So I'm like pretty happy about it. It's nice. It's nice. Right. You know, it, it helps me to grow. And I'm and I'm not the guy that's just tearing them down and being completely toxic about it. Oh. Right. I'm, I'm I try to be constructive. I, it's like I do with everything else. Right. I I advocate where I see advocation if there is some. Right. I still have my own principles and my own perspectives. And I don't really steer away from that. Right. But but I try to keep it like, you know, real or whatever. And someone came on there and was like something to the effect of like don't watch it if you pay to watch it then you know it'll blah 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 and i'm like dude that's not gonna stop it. It, it they've already got prime members you think people are gonna give up their prime membership to on shipping like come on dude no one's gonna do that the people that are prime members got it with before this was a part of it all this is just an added bonus right it right. bolsters it bolsters them, right? And you got more more things in front of you than you might buy more things. You got a bunch of free videos. Oh, but here's one you don't own. You can buy and get in your inventory now. And then people buy it. And then there you go. But like that idea, that logic of like, everybody don't use your Amazon Prime. Like don't subscribe. If you don't subscribe, they can't make it anymore. They won't have the money. I'm like, uh, yes, they will. They already had the money to fund this thing. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's and done. They already have the gonna money. They're going to make money, too. Like, yeah. They're going to. They're going to make money because there's, there's always the people that don't know better, right? There's mo always more of them that don't know the intricacies. And I'll give you a good example. Resident Evil, we all agree that was a pretty awful, right? On Netflix, pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was Guess really what? Bad. I was going to bed one night after a stream, crawled up in bed. My wife turned over and said, Let's watch that Resident Evil show together. And I was like, it's awful. I'm not watching it. <laughs> no, did you? And she said, I just watched the whole thing. I loved it. Well, she doesn't know nothing she about doesn't Resident Evil. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She thought it was good. It's like people that watched the Prince of Persia movie and thought it was good, but never played the games. You would probably think it was good. You didn't know anything about it at all. You don't have the comparison, right? Yeah. And there's tons yeah. of people that don't know anything about Lord of the Rings. You may not believe it, but there are a lot of people that don't that are going to catch this on Amazon and they're going to go check out Lord of the Rings. They're going to check out the Hobbit. They're going to get the books, even the ones branded with the rings of power stuff, which is really strange, by the way, I was like talking about that. Did you see that? I was like, what are you doing? They added the appendices to the Lord of the Rings and now they put the rings of power on the cover. And I was like, Oh no. Yep. That happened. I was like, that actually sucks. I like my old school copies right back there. Those beautiful ones from like the late nineties or something. You know, or sometimes older. Those are really beautiful, by the way. I, I actually went on, uh, I think it was like eBay or something, and I found the old ones with the old art and everything. And I was like, oh, this is so cool, man. Like the covers and, you know, because like the, any of the new versions of them, I just don't really feel like they feel, I don't know. I don't want to say like authentic, but there's just something about the older ones with the, the old art in them that just feels super good. It feels super I don't know. It feels more original. Yeah, feels like the, original. Like you're, you're getting to the real to the real one, you know, it was like when it was it's like when the books were in their prime, when they got the art included and they were really sick. But the movies weren't out yet. That's prime. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Atomic Rooster, it's all stamped by Tolkien's estate. I actually did videos specifically talking about that. And uh, when you got Simon Tolkien in there saying, hey, let's make it happen. I'm like, well, here you go. Like his dad's can't, not there anymore. It's can't no... wait for the mobile game. Oh no! Why are you talking? Guys excited? Why are you guys excited about the uh, Rings well, of Power mobile game? You're fucking around right now. That there's a smile trying to come through, and I can see it. It's not I true, am, is it? I am. I am lying, but I am also <laughs> but... predicting the future that that will happen. Oh, it'll be not... it'll be made so quick you won't even hear about it. It'll just be out. It'll just be like, what? There's a Rings of Power yeah. game on mobile. I don't for a moment I think it's not going to happen. I sense a disturbance in the force. I think Bezos all of a sudden just feels this light like shining on top of him because a new yeah. idea just popped yeah. into his yeah. head. Yeah. Oh my and god! A, and a, dude. I feel a million. I feel a million Lord of the Rings fans yeah. crying out in horror. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I so hear millions of Lord of the Rings fans crying out in horror and then being silent, <laughs> being silenced <laughs> by Amazon. One cash shop to bind them. You, oh, right. oh! I, I'm so spoiling. Oh, I don't. I'm not gonna say anything about this, but I want to. But I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. But it was. It's. Because I've got something coming up, I don't want to spoil it. Because there's a bunch of people here that watch my stuff, and I don't want to undermine my own my own time. But I'll talk about this. This is really cool. There's a Devil May Cry mod for Dark Souls Three. Did you see that? I saw that today. Did you guys ever like? I, I'm just going to talk about this. Did you ever like Devil May Cry? Did you ever play it? Did you try it? I, yeah, I think I tried it. Mm -hmm. 
I think it was, I think I played two and three. My little brother Baz actually got me onto this, uh, onto Devil May Cry back in the day. And I think the first one I played, I think it was three, but it was like the one where you got Nero, right? And Nero's got like the love interest and then Dante's in there helping out and stuff. I tried to play the newer one and I couldn't get into it for some reason. I didn't, I just couldn't get through it far enough. I'll, maybe I'll go back and finish it, but oh man devil may cry is so good it's such a good vibe man it's just got that like heavy metal sort of edgy dark fun. rock sort of fun just you're you know you're beating hell with hell sort of vibe because dante you know and all that you know um, who kind of took over that genre though who? in all honesty bayonetta really just kind of really they just kind of i feel like bayonetta just came in and just did it better you know i never played that one you know that it's good it's good really the Ooh. third one's coming out soonish or whatever. Busy promos for that one recently, actually, but I've never yeah, played it yet. It's it's very Devil May Cry, but really, I, I feel like they did it mm. just a little bit. It's a it's just it's just a little bit more refined. It's like they took the Devil May Cry and they made it just a little better. Really, I might have to look into that now. How long's it been out? Like when you said three's coming out, what about one? When did that come out? That's a minute ago. Uh, really? I said on the PS3. Wow, really? So I was like, maybe okay. I'm wrong, but I think I, I, that's what my memory says. Wow, that was around the time the PSP was out too. I still love that handheld system, man. Mm-hmm. I had a PS3 because I could play my Blu-rays on it, and then I had the PSP, and then I told y'all about it. I played like Symphony of the Night on there and Crisis Core. It was at that time. That was such a fun time to have a PlayStation or be in any part of the PlayStation stuff it was such a good time man but yeah i played devil may cry my my little brother baz turned me on to that he actually turned me on to the later final fantasies including seven and i think eight eight's the one with uh angel and what's his name right was it eight or nine wait what are you, what are you, t- are you talking about final fantasy yeah it's like eight or nine is it eight, eight. or nine the one with angel the dark-haired girl oh. and then the guy with the gun blade uh, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, eight. Yeah, that's eight. Squall okay. And Renoa, Squall. Yeah. That was it. Squall. Okay. Or I said angel. I don't know why I said angel. I think that's why. I no, her it's some, yeah. The, no, she has the wings. She has yeah. it on her back, and then yeah. like there's the artwork and a cinema scene. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. That one was a fun one. Those were my favorite two, like later Final Fantasy games, and the earlier ones were just those were bread and butter, like any of the the eight bit sort of games were right, like dragon quest or any of those good good games man um pubg is still according to this article and this is in the battle royale genre right because i played pubg and i saw this and i was like wow really they're still bringing in this kind of traffic i mean i get it's a br game i guess i just felt like more people were probably doing modern warfare and stuff but i saw that and i was like wait hold on pubg is adding 8,000 new players every day? Can that even be real? Wow. And how or why? a little excessive, yeah. I mean, the game still looks really good. It has had tons of graphic updates. I can't argue that. The different maps have been pretty pretty good. You know, they definitely cleaned the game up, but it's just, I don't know. Is it is it Doctor Disrespect? Is that why? Because he's got the new game coming out and he showed it off and it's Mm. a PUBG-type game. Maybe. have you seen that? No, but that would make, a, make sense. A gameplay for it, um, like a demo type thing for it. Um, his company's called Dead Drop, his video game company. Um, wow. Look, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. 
Yeah, Doctor Disrespect. He used to do stuff for like Call, Call of Duty back in the day. I think too. He like oh yeah, Call of Duty. He worked up in there. Uh, yeah. What was the? I don't play it, but there's the other uh, big mm. shooter. Um, it's an extraction game. He plays a lot. Can't think oh, of the name of it. Um, gosh. Oh, is that um? Oh my gosh. Uh, Six, right? Rainbow Six Siege. He oh, might play that too. Siege, maybe. But there's the no? one that everybody was really into. I never even played it. I don't remember, but. Um, I have to check that Tarkov. out. Tarkov. There you go. Oh, Me, Escape uh, from Tarkov. Yeah, Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one. I've heard good things about that, but I never played it. Yeah, me too. PUBG's over on mobile too, which is pretty crazy. But dang, dude, 80,000 players a day. Can you imagine? Is it free to play now? You used to have to buy in to get that. It is. Yeah. It, is it now? Wow. You know when yeah, that game says, launched? Uh, I got the. It, it was every day since it switched to free to play in January. That makes a lot That's of sense. There you go. That's that makes sense. So I got to say something about PUBG. I'm actually really proud about this. This is the first time I ever did this in my life. But I bought, I was playing PUBG and I got to where they had that like, uh, it was like the pre-order and there was limited number of them. And I ordered the pre-order and it came with a bunch of swag. Like there was like the coat and like a shirt and boots and some other stuff. I'm, I may or may not still have some of the different cosmetics. I, I got rid of most of them, but I parted them out. Yo, I made $500 <laughs> off that stuff. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't really care about this. People are selling for how much? <laughs> I sold that shit faster than you can say. Yo, MTV Raps, boy, I had that up there. <laughs> they made 500 bucks in the Steam store. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then that was when I realized like people are like making tons of money on the Steam stores, man. Like a lot of money. You could literally make a living as a gamer if you go and acquire things that people really desire on there. True story, man. Although I don't know if you can actually take that money and put it to your, bring it to your bank account. I can't you really could remember. Pay, you could pay for your gaming addic addiction, probably, right? It's at least that, yeah. I was like, Geez, Yeah, exactly. You've got that. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're into that sort of thing, it doesn't make me like a drug pusher or anything like that. So no, really Mama's that always got a basement, I'm just saying. <laughs> the basement dwellers man you know <laughs> yeah, i got yeah, a hey. whole joke set of jokes for those homies nothing against hey, them personally no, i ain't got I, nothing against i them. want a basement actually i think we're the stupid ones actually i think they're the right smart ones i think they're the smart ones you'd be probably right about that <laughs> yeah you're just trying to up yourselves in shower juice right now aren't you yeah i am <laughs> That's my, my main clientele. We can't we can't be trashing my main clientele. <laughs> he says, <laughs> he's like, why do you think they all smell like lemons, man? That's like, yeah. <laughs> all the mamas love me too. They're like, man, oh, no. my son has been so just refreshing ever since they started watching yeah. your 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 really? pony. I, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I get lots. Of, I got lots of emails from the mamas. <laughs> you know, he just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he walked by and he smelled like beef, but I'm not really sure why. But it was, but it was, it was a, a good smell of beef. It was <laughs> a good smell. It smelled like fresh beef. <laughs> it's definitely an improvement. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting size and chat. I better move on. Okay, so th this is going <laughs> to this is this one's actually I felt like was going to be a really interesting discussion. I thought about chatting about this this week separately, but I really felt like this was a much better discussion to like for us to talk about here. And then obviously I want to chat on a couple other just general game discussion or just, you know, because what's today's show called? It's called The Gamer's Legacy. In a lot of ways, what we have today is the earlier gamers. Like, this is the evolution of gaming, man. 
this this world we're living in where esports are actually doing so crazy good, right? Where people make millions and millions of dollars a year. The people that are at the top of their game in their trade are making, they are wealthy millionaires pushing beyond some of them, even pushing, you know, potentially. It's just a matter before we have the first content creator who's a billionaire, right? Like the it's a matter of time. You have people like Pokemon and some of these others who have their own clothing brands, all these other things. It's a matter of time. But here's the thing, right? Like, this is literally the gamer's legacy, right? It is, this is what happened as a result of this industry growing. And we have not seen the peak, not even close. Yeah, what's interesting about it is we've always been like, oh, the corporations, they ruined everything. Well, these aren't really corporations now. So are they going to ruin everything? Are the content creators going to ruin everything? Because mm. they're not corporations now. So they're kind of uh, yeah. very influential in what happens Wild now. Cards. So influencers in general, right? Like, yeah, you know, you can make a humble living, like like some of us doing this, or you could be like the people that are just your words make or break a brand, yep. right? Weird. What a weird thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. it? And it's pretty, it's pretty weird. It's like people are like, well, how is it that, you know, why why is it that a company would pay someone to do a sponsorship? It's like you got to think about it from a cost-benefit analysis, right? They pay somebody, whatever they pay them, doesn't matter, right? And you pay a bunch of people. You could go to a marketing company who's going to do it the old way and roll the dice on whether you even actually hit your target audience or you can bring yeah. it right to your target audience, probably for significantly less money right because yeah, a lot bigger more advertisements eyeballs, too eyeballs. yeah a lot more eyeballs yeah mm-hmm. and it, and it's you know you don't have to pay for actors and music and you know all these things that an advertising demands um plus yep. you, you know an advertising agency i mean there's just so many costs to doing and is old school advertising even really effective anymore I feel like exactly my not. point yeah exactly it's not exactly i agree with that you know and influencers now it's like they you know they can make you know i don't think someone like myself is big enough for that. But there are people out there who certainly are big enough to really turn the tide on like, you know, two companies that maybe have, you know, they got it out for each other. Like you get the bigger one on board with you. It's going to mean something. It's pretty crazy world we're living in. We, and I don't believe we've even remotely seen the, seen the peak of what the gamers legacy is really going to be. So, after admitting their MMOs or MMO sucks, developer reworks the entire game. Now, this is a great conversation piece. Hasn't Sur- this happened before? Is this sworn <laughs> some game? Oh. What's that game? <laughs> Everybody. No New Man's world? Sky. New World. Oh, no. Oh, man. Ooh, man, there's a lot Remember? of games that could fit in into this category, right? Yeah, but I don't know mm-hmm. that, like, this is, say New World admitted mm-hmm. that their game sucked. Yeah. Say it's like, but they did say, but they did be like, oh, you don't like this? Well, we like money, so we're going to change everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is interesting. I'm going to read some quotes, and I just, I'm curious how this is going to land for you guys, right? Like, because my question is, and I think Daedalus, we probably hit on this too, is this like, does this look, and this is to the audience, every one of you listening, watching this, like I genuinely am, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. 
like when you hear what I'm about to tell you, does this does this hit on like, oh, this is admirable. They're owning it. Kind of curious, Daedalus. Don't go. You, you got to let people. This is you're an influencer right now on this show. Okay, when you make when you make an expression like that, you could potentially be selling people on that. So try not to. Yeah, put on your poker face. Put on your poker face. Okay, dark overlord thing. Wait, no. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, I'm gonna read this. So does it do that? Ignore what Daedalus' face. Look like judge for yourself. Rethink. This or is my normal face. Or <laughs> wait. Okay. Um, poop joke incoming. Or does when you when you hear what I'm about to say, does it make you go, I don't know that I'd want I, I don't know that I believe in these people at all anymore. Like, is all hope lost? Do I lose respect for them? Here's the quote. The developer wrote on uh developer Chad's wrote on July 5th. When I say it sucks, I mean I'm not having fun for long when playing it, not as long as other survival games I enjoy developer wrote this and they quote here we could argue back and forth why lost or last oasis is objectively not fun and what needs to be changed to make it a great experience chads wrote we did actually for four seasons to be precise and while each season got rid of tons of problems there was always that one fundamental issue remaining i personally am not having fun when playing last oasis for long okay in the article, they were like, it's a pretty refreshing thing, right? But they said the difficulty in Last Oasis um, used to be non-existent until you encountered another player who could destroy everything you owned in under three minutes. He also stated, if I were to make LO from scratch, what would I do? So he's asking all these questions and posing all these questions in this interview also the world is in every way trying to actively kill you the sun make will make you constantly struggle for survival water is precious massive deadly sandstorms can catch you off guard okay that's great we continue along and and literally all there is to really summarize this is the two quotes he said right which is when I say it sucks, I mean I'm not having fun for long when playing it, not as long as other survival games I enjoy. Hmm. Right? Or, while each season got rid of tons of problems, there was always that one fundamental issue remaining. I personally am not having fun when playing Last Oasis for long. If you can come out and say that your game is just not fun to play, repeatedly none of these quotes none of these statements in this article even there doesn't sound to be a plan that doesn't seem to be a plan or like even a level of enthusiasm from my perspective right i'm like what's gonna happen here i think that's good pr i'm gonna go ahead and say it um you don't you don't just come out and be like you know what our product kind of sucks i don't like it uh, I would rather play other games that aren't mine. Uh, that's just, you know, there's like, uh, you know, I just feel like maybe the brutal honesty may be true, but also mm. like it. What about what about all the people who like are having fun? Might right? enjoy gotta, it. Yeah, and like, how do they feel about you trashing their game? And now they're like, well, nobody's gonna play it now, right? Like now, there's gonna be less players because there's definitely going to be new players, you know, like they're going to definitely not want to play it. Um, I just kind of feel like you're just kind of being rude to your own fans. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's 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 a lazy cop out is what it is. I mean, and 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 that was kind of the face I was making when it was yeah. like, you know, under the guise of being real, it's in my opinion, it's like you're being lazy. So you're saying you have all these balancing issues and your answer is to just change the game so you can just focus on one element because your vision you know, you couldn't execute your vision. And I just, I just find that honestly distasteful to, and I think it's disrespect. And we always talk about, mm-hmm. you know, things that developers need to do, respect your gamers time, respect your gamers coin purse. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is definitely not respecting time. Right. I mean, I'm definitely like, if I was playing a game like that and somebody like, you know, destroyed everything mm-hmm. I had in three minutes, yeah, of course, that's rage quit material. Of course. Absolutely. But that feels like crap you should catch in testing. Similar to like my whole rant on, you know, New World when it came out after putting a ton of time in. It's you just start seeing these things that are like, hey, they're doing stuff really well. Then all of a sudden you get through and you start seeing mm-hmm. all the cracks everywhere. And you're like, man, this didn't really get tested that thoroughly, did it? And it's out there. But in this case, what are they in? They're season five now in Last Oasis, if I'm not mistaken. So how long has this game been out where they've just said, okay, you know, our our default position is it just sucks and we're going to start over as opposed to trying to see like what those core issues are mm-hmm. and spending time addressing them. I mean, I don't know development time wise if it's a wash or what, but I just feel like if you've already got a player base you should work with that player base to make it, you know, something that they signed up for to begin with, which was a PVP experience. So that I'm could, not, go yeah, ahead. You, you could say like, all right, we, you know, we, we, we believe you. The community thinks these things are the problems. Therefore here's our plan to fix them. And here's how long we think it'll take to get there. Right. And then there's some hope. It's like, you know, Hey, you like the game. You just don't like these things. We took a look at it, and you know what? You're right. Uh, here's our plan to make it better. That's yeah. how you communicate. You don't just be like, oh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, we know. We know it sucks. We're go- we may have to redo everything. It's just so bad. Like, that's not how you talk about your own product. I've got a question I would probably pose to this, too, because they said there's fun, there's difficult, there's fun difficulty, there's challenging difficulty, and then there's ridiculous rage quit difficulty. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you really believe in your game and it translates to me across what you're talking about here. It also says to me that you're willing to change your vision potentially in order to make the game relevant for people to keep playing it, which again, probably would cause me to question if you even believe in your game. The other thing is, is like, that's not inherently a bad thing. I could think of a lot of games that are rage quit worthy that I've rage quit before. Dark Souls. Hello. I've rage quit that game multiple times in the past. Right. I've learned to take my beating like a distinguished sir these days. Okay. But there was a time when I rage quit. Okay, there were times I rage quit a lot of games because they were very difficult. But the thing is. If it's achievable, the sense of satisfaction and accomplishment that can be paired with that level of like, you know, frustration. I mean, dude, there are games that people play die hard 
And the freaking, I mean, Elden Ring or Souls games, like any of Souls-like games, whatever, they're all in that domain, right? And that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I mean, I think back to the early Nintendo games. Mm, Come on, man. How many kids, you know, my brother used to take the Nintendo controller and turn to a freaking nunchuck and come at us with it. He was so pissed off sometimes. I used to do the little twirly smash. Yeah, he would do it. And he would get you out of the room real quick when that would happen. Shazad, if you're here, I'm talking about you, bro. Much love. Every time I've ever got mad, though, and raged a bit, I got to admit, though, that it was the game's fault. I did it the right way. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) The game messed up. Okay, I was doing the right thing. Just want to point that out. Right. It's not me. It's you. (laughs) Yeah, it's the game. The game messed up. Really? And I just like, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I could see like, I've heard developers say, hey, this particular system isn't fun, right? And we want to tweak that. Sure. And there's a plan behind it, or there's, these are the things we're going to target. This is just like, again, it just feels like, hey, you know what? It's going to be easier for us to just start over. Take a few things, like take the core of the gameplay and the vision out as opposed to making an effort. Cause if like, we go back to like something like no man's sky, right. We, that was like one of those things where like, Hey, the guy admitted this, this isn't the greatest thing, but then they came up with a plan and they executed. Right. It maybe took a, a little while to get there, but it got there. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this is, um, this is a sad commentary now on like, where game developers are headed right i'm i'm glad there's some voices of reason out there people that still believe in like creating quality product from the ground up Mm -hmm. testing it properly and so on right but it's just man it's just starting to i'm starting to wonder why they're in the minority because those type of developers achieve success by making something that people want to play Right. I mean, if you look at, you know, for example, Valheim or V Rising in terms of the, if you're looking at the survival space, those are relatively small teams. They focus on quality. It wasn't like a big to do. Right. It was a relatively, you know, chunky bit of content. And they're hugely successful. And they're what, 20 bucks a pop Absolutely. to a low barrier to entry as well. So you can be successful in this space without pulling a 180 like this and others. And I just I I don't understand how people don't see that. They just see dollar signs versus doing something that you're passionate about and and people can see and feel the love. In this case they can see and feel the hate. And no. I think what's <laughs> even more interesting too is you have like and this is maybe not to circle back on the Diablo Immortal rant, but it's like, then you've got, you know, gamers that buy into and fund and enable developers to do shady stuff like that. And they're like, but it's not shady, but it is shady, right? They're making money like that's over and above. And it, it, it's selling an experience to someone that you can only be better if you spend more money. Right. Which just negates the whole, yeah, the pay to win thing. It negates the whole joy that 
initially MMOs had for a lot of gamers. It's like, yes, this is tough. Yes, it's kind of a slog, but I've got my friends and I'm learning and I'm blah, 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 blah. And you've got that progression where you get to a point where you're, you know, decent at the game. I'm not going to say everybody's going to be in that top tier, but you get to a point where it's, you know, you've got some difficulty, you've got some challenge, but you also have got some fun, right? And instead Mm -hmm. of it being like, okay, what at what point am I going to insert my next, like, you know, coin purse you know attack snatching <laughs> yeah the and coin purse snatching the coin purse snatching imagine in the middle of a e-gaming competition and they're just swiping their credit card as fast as they can to see who wins right like is that where they want to go you know exactly like you have pop-ups there's like you know your credit cards attached you can get this power up that'll help you like rock like, some people like go 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 yeah, I saw this comment from Meat Hooks in chat. I thought that was really good, right? How about this response, right? When this this is the thing. This is where, like, you know, having someone who can be a community manager or you know, you know, someone who's going to be the PR person can be really handy when you reframe what you're thinking to something more. I don't know, like this. We've listened to your feedback and want to rework this, this, and this A, B, and C, whatever that is, to make our game the best it can be. Now you don't lose those people that have been dedicated, right? You don't. You don't embarrass them. Yeah. Because the the as stands, it's kind of embarrassing to the people who did who are having fun. Obviously, there's some, or they wouldn't. They wouldn't be a developer. They wouldn't yeah. be able to pay them. So yeah, it's like, oh, I enjoy something that's known to suck that the developer thinks sucks, and I don't think it sucks. And you're telling me it sucks, and I was enjoying it. And if I'm wrong about that. And if you're playing other games and having more fun, maybe I need to go try some other games. Maybe like the ones you're mentioning to me that are better ones that are better that are better than your game, right? You're telling me better options. That's not what you do when you want people to be part of your project, product, service, right? Um, So here's here's the thing I want to I want to I want to leave on. This is gonna be like our defining point of the night. Call it our gamers' legacy chat right i think of games like the legend of zelda the prince of persia trilogy specifically devil may cry right uh elder scrolls um elden ring you think of but when you think of the some of those just those games that have a very distinguished legacy those games that have gone the distance with multiple games, different parts, episodes, whatever you want to call it. The ones that we love, the ones that we thrive playing, right? Those really good hearty games that just never get bad. What were the defining moments for you? Like pick one, right? I could, I could pick multiple, but pick a game or games and think of like, I was playing this game, right? And either on the second, the third, the fourth one, or at a certain point in the game, specifically, I played it and I got to that one point that I felt like was the defining moment. That was the moment that I was hooked forever. Can you think of any game and what would yeah. that point have been? Think of a few. I know, I know for me, like I was I was already a Zelda fan before this game, right? Like mm-hmm. I really liked the first one. They were on Super Nintendo. I was, you know, really into it. I thought that was a crazy cool game. And I liked them, right? I was I was I was a fan. But when Ocarina of Time came out, right? I just loved that game all the way through. 
but when you're at the final boss, right, and you're up on top of the castle and there's a lightning in the background and, you know, 3D gaming was still fairly new, but it looked insane. I mean, it looked unbelievable, that final fight uh, with the lightning and, and Ganon's, you know, this huge beast. You're rolling underneath his, uh, underneath his legs to strike him in the back. Dude, I remember that moment the first time I was there and I remember thinking to myself, I just want to play games just like this for the rest of my life. Like, mm. this is the coolest experience I've ever had. You know, I was just so excited. Like, I, it was that feeling you get when you're a kid. I wasn't a kid anymore. Um, mm. We just want to run and go get somebody and be like, you have to see this. Yeah. This is crazy. You know, uh, what a marvel of technology and, and, and just uh, gameplay and everything. So I would say, for me, that was, like, super defining, like, Mm. that's when i was like dude rpgs are where it's at like you can't get this kind of emotional experience from a short you know quick game you need that investment and time in the world etc what about you daedalus was really i don't know that i can yeah i mean i don't know that i can choose one experience um you know there's several games i was actually going back and looking at like at one point um back in 2019 a friend of mine tagged me in a, a tweet that said you know post 10 10 of games over 10 days and like what would you think of and uh, i'm actually was just looking that over and i and i was actually pretty surprised it's like the first game that i thought of when you were mentioning that is actually game number one on my list and this is like this is gonna date me a little bit but Back in the day, um, LucasArts did um, point-and-click adventures. And particularly, I was, like, obsessed with Indiana Jones. And the first game that I really, like, absolutely adored was called Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. And I love that game, like, so much. I loved playing it. You could, like, go in and you could choose. I can't remember if it was two or three different paths. But you can actually choose like a play style. One was more like action, like fighting oriented. The other one was more like exploratory or using your head and solving more puzzles. And I just I love that because it was a great story. You got invested in the characters. Yes, it was pixely as as you know what. Right. But it was one of those experiences that I just like really relished. And then they continued doing that with the games like The Dig and others and i'm just looking at this list and it was like soul reaver uncharted series like all these things where i got really invested like it was a movie it was an experience for me and it was like that kind of investment um mass effect was another one where it was like it took me a while to actually sit down and play it all the way through but i hit finished mass effect one i'm like where's two where's three i want more 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 and it's just about people that really invested their time in handcrafting a game and making it an experience that gamers would enjoy and, and focused on the love and the passion that went into telling a good story. Um, that's what I think was yes. more so than the game mechanics. It was how the gameplay complemented delivering a great story. I think that was like what I would say is a defining characteristic about you know the experience for me is that level of um passion for creating a good game and a good experience Mm. 
I'm going to give you all a few. I'm going to try to vary them up because I feel like these were these were really good examples for me of like what really made a game just deliver. So I'm going to hit on one Nathan talked about first. And I'm going to hit on The Legend of Zelda. I played through The Legend of Zelda 1. I played through 2. Played Ocarina of Time. Um, I played through, but it was in A Link to the Past. Specifically, I never even beat Zelda 2 until after A Link to the Past, technically. It was later on the summer when I finally sat down and said, I'm finally going to get this damn thing done. Game's hard. It was. Neither neither of my brothers were able to beat it without you know, I've never beat it. It's it was so it was literally, I think I did, if I'm not mistaken, I think I spent one entire week straight going through and playing and getting killed and slaughtered and getting up to the end and realizing I need to have just the right amount of free men. So I couldn't make any mistakes until I got to Ganon's Fortress Wall where all that craziness was going down. And at that, I needed to get, I needed to maintain keeping my free men until I got in there because before, by the time I got into his castle, I, that final castle, I had to have my free men because there were so many things that threw me for a loop in there. And sometimes I actually lost one of them going through the different walls because you had all those fireballs coming down and moblins and it was madness, man. It's like a hell of a gauntlet. That wall is where most people get taken out and they can't get beyond that. And so I went through getting myself beat down over and over and over for three or four days. I think it was maybe even five going through and memorizing that place with the free men I gained grinding for hours before and all the levels, right? Until I finally got it. And that one was like an extreme level of like excitement because that one was like, I did this completely on my own and I worked so hard, had to learn every through every mistake and I got it. But in the, uh, in a link to the past, it was that moment and this is what locked me into Zelda games all the way moving forward. It was your uncle dies. You He gives you a sword, right? You go forward and finally you get to a point where you pull the master sword. And when I pulled the master sword, I felt like a hero. Like I was so invested in that character and in that story and in saving Zelda and the Dark Realm and all that. I was so invested. The moment I pulled that master sword, I remember actually feeling like I was a hero and yeah. in it as a kid, I got bullied a lot, right. In, in school and stuff. So when that happened, I felt like this sense of like confidence I hadn't really ever felt before. And it felt amazing. And it, I, for the long haul, man, like that was like bread and butter to the, to the grave. I'm going to love Zelda. It will never go away because that game was the first moment in my life when I felt that. And it was like profound, extremely profound. And I found other ways to actually catalyze that in my own life and, and things in the future. Okay, there's Zelda. That was a big one, right? But these are, this is like, I'm passionate about this stuff. I love this. This is why I love gaming. In freaking the, the, uh, the Prince of Persia trilogy, in that particular game, it wasn't until the third one when I was like, this game I will never forget you. I will never forget how amazing this was. When you start out the sands of time, the prince tells you, he says some, I'm just paraphrasing here. He's like, some say that uh, time is like a river that flows swift and sure in one direction, but I've seen the face. Oh, of I don't time. remember that. Right. 
And then he goes on to say something about like, you know, you know, blah, 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 come with me and I will tell you a tell them like any you've ever seen or something. Right. He starts it off like that. And that first story was so heart wrenching with Farah and all that stuff. The second one was like, now it's like he's trying to redeem himself. And the third one, it's overcoming his own darkness. And at the end of it, they come back and he hits you with. Some say lot that time is like a river flowing sure and swift in one direction. He comes full circle back to that statement. When that was done, I was like, that was masterfully done. That was beautiful. That was good. And it didn't matter how much changed from one game to the other. It all synced so well as a trilogy. And I was sold. And then in World of Warcraft, I know, Daedalus, I know. It was when I came back and tried World of Warcraft and Wrath of the Lich King. And I finally got into doing massive group content. I did a raiding and I was a tank and I was a good tank. And I went and tanked something extremely difficult. And the first time we downed a boss and I knew it was because I didn't let the team down. And I felt that sense of a boss kill and everybody's screaming and hollering and in comms. And everybody's congratulating each other on what they did. They were thanking me for my tanking. I was thanking them for their healing. I was thanking the different people for their like CCing. They all did it beautifully. And that moment was, that was golden, right? These moments are what made games great. And in none of those moments do you see the scheming monetization, hamster wheel, nostalgia bait tactics that exist and that are plaguing and saturating games that are presently out there from adaptation to adaptation you see it in gaming you see it in movies and it's everywhere and the thing is i go back to what i think nathan said right or even daedalus said you just make a good game a good game that's trying to deliver on something that you believe is beautiful and you believe in and you want to share it you will thrive man you don't have to have any of that other stuff right so that's the gamer's leg legacy, right? Really, it's that's the heart of the thing. And many of us, like I think in the very first episode, Nathan said, right? What was it? All trying to chase the dragon. It's that dragon, yep. Chasing that dragon. That's the dragon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's the good dragons and there's the bad ones too. The corrupt um, dark entities. There's the, yeah, there's the corrupt, there's the dark dragon, there's the dragon of light. So the Dragon of Light is like the yeah. stories we told today, right? Those are right. those are like those are the good ones. Um, but this guy over here with 100K on Diablo Immortal and upset that he couldn't find a match, he's chasing mm -hmm. a dark dragon, right? Right. And 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 I'm not saying you know we've all. Hey, I'll admit when I play EverQuest, I I I get on that cash shop, baby. I buy those XP potions because I want to get to the parts that I like. I want to get past the stuff that I'm not a big fan of, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, you know, they get us all. They get everybody. And that's why they make so much money. It's because eventually they get everybody, you know? Um, and it's just dirty. It's dirty to do that to your fans when you don't need to. I agree. Gentlemen, you got any final thoughts? I agree wholeheartedly. And I think uh, that's the note I want to leave people with, man, is, is there are a lot of good games out there, man. We don't always, I think, these days have to look to the future to enjoy some really great games. A lot of us have them sitting on our shelf or in our inventory on steam or wherever the hell we've cataloged these things. Some of us remember playing some of these amazing games and we don't have many more. Maybe you go, you know, I could be sponsored to do this. I'm not though, but humble bumble, humble, humble bundle and get that $30 deal. Cause it's a freaking steal for the games you get on that thing, man. So 
any good deal for good games, that's a good deal. It's for good games. Humble Bundle is always about for good causes too, because some part of that ends up going to to help some charity as well. So that's right. You know, it's 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 a good good man. So there there it is, friends. But uh, I think as we're moving forward, we're on ed- episode eighty five. By the way, we're pushing closely to hundred. So um, I might try to schedule us a slightly a slight bit more diligently because something about hitting one hundred before the end of the year sounds really good. We've got more than enough time right now, so. Yeah, I think we're going to do that. Gentlemen, it was a hell of a show. I think we're going to be doing some more concept uh, pieces more frequently through our shows moving forward. I think I've decided on that being a little bit more of what the show is going to be about moving into the future. Concept pieces and discussions, a little more outside the box, a little less directed by the media or the news but obviously if there's something newsworthy that's like pretty hypeable we're excited to talk about or want to rant about we'll do it because we're plenty gentlemen why don't you shout out your domains let people know where you're at when you're not on the show nathan you can find me on youtube the nathan napalm and uh, i'm also on twitter and those are the only two places you will find the napalm there you go and on the show Right. <laughs> he exists on Twitch solely for the, well, for, yeah. for multiple things, but this is one of the places he graces with this presence. All Dayless. right. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashton Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashton Herald. Absolutely. Everybody. We might be uh, at the end of today's show, but uh shout out to all of y'all for joining us, whether you're listening, watching, wherever you are. Um, always looking for more to join the party. Rants of plenty until next well, week. Whether it's next or the week after, we'll see. Live your best lives. Walk in the light. And have a great night, friends. We're going to catch up with you again real soon. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.